Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are finally discussing The Runaways, Season 2, Episode 1, Gimme Shelter. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm about to leave town to go play a gig in Atlanta. Uh... That sounds like fun. Yeah. If anybody's listening to this on December 21st and they live in the Atlanta area, come out to Rue on Canton Street. Um, <laughs> I don't Shameless do that plug. Hey, man, when I'm traveling, you know, a lot of these people that listen to the cast, they don't know where I am. Hey, if you live in the Atlanta area, Rue on Canton, Roswell, Georgia, tonight, uh, December 21st, 9 o'clock, I'm going to rock out, drink too much tequila. Okay. Uh <laughs> You're not feeling well, though, I hear. I am not. I've been... Uh, I was supposed to be on PTO today, and I actually ended up taking three days off so far. Oh, man. Uh, just because I have had... Like, I woke up with this, like, throat pain where I couldn't talk at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, excuse me. And, um, you know, it, I had no congestion in my head, nothing in my ears. I just couldn't talk, and I was coughing like crazy. And I, you know, I've regained the ability to talk, but only barely. <laughs> and I'm still coughing a bunch. Oh, and I had a fever that kind of, you know, rocked me. But you know, it's still no congestion in the head. I don't know what it is, man. It's weird. Yeah, man. Ah, sorry, you're feeling bad. Yeah, well, let's talk happens. some runaways. Oh, by the way, have you seen uh, Into the Spider Verse yet? I have not. I just watched it last night. It was wonderful. I don't know if we can do much podcasting about it, but it really is wonderful. I, I want to see it, I, especially with the reviews that I've seen where it's like, oh, it's at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know that it's still there. Yeah, I don't know what to say about it, except it's just really great. Like, there's not a lot. Of, I can't. I don't know if we can talk for an hour about it or whatever, but like, it's just really, really great. Um, so let's dig into Runaways. All right. So the kids are finally running away. Now, yeah, spoiler alert for, for season one, uh, season two, episode one. Uh, w- yeah, this is the premiere. Um, they, they finally ran away a lot to my, in my mind, a little too late. <laughs> right. I right. wanted this to happen early on, earlier on in the season, but you know, after watching it, I, I get why they needed the adults to be more wrapped up in the storyline to tell the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with this episode, you know, bringing it all back, like it, it's very much a it's it's less a comic book story and more of a like real world people have their own kind of agendas all working at the same time kind of story. Yeah, it, just, it feels a lot more realistic. It does. It does. Uh, it does when you understand where the parents are coming from. I think in the comics, comics are you have the trope of the villain. And I mean, it's, it's best, comics are at their best when you understand the villain's, uh, point of view. Uh, but I think that, uh, Pride in particular in the comics, they just feel like villains. They're like yeah. almost stereotypes of villains. There's the time traveling yeah. villains and the tech villains and the magic <laughs> villains. And, yeah, and it's like there's one of each kind, like yeah. one of each flavor of villain in this It feels group. like, it feels like a Noah's Ark of villains. <laughs> A Jonah's Ark. Hey, good one. Yeah. <laughs> a Jonah's Ark of villains. That's good. Uh, and this this show feels that way a little bit uh, because I, I, I do kind of feel like the, the Pride members themselves obviously have to be kind of in teams because they're operating as a, par- a parental unit. They're like two parental units. Uh, yeah. But it kind of feels like 
they don't always have much difference between them. <laughs> so I feel like this show functions in a weird way where you, you constantly have these conversations between like the two, two, two adults. Then you have those two come together and sort of have a unified front against the pride, pride itself. And then pride kind of has to figure out what they want to do together. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of meandering in some of these, in, in this episode particularly. I feel, I don't know. I yeah. It, it felt like it went a lot around the point. Yeah. It kind of beat around the bush a bit. They do. And, and to be honest, I did not like this first episode. Um, and it goes to something we've talked about infinitely on so many other podcasts but one of the things you have to strive to do in today's uh today's tv is balance episodic and um and serialized storytelling yeah and they did not do that well in this episode uh yeah this this one was very much a part of a story not yeah its own. It, they had the they had the small storyline of the and it was kind of the main thrust of the episode of the um what was her name? Gabriella? Graciela. Graciela. Um, yeah, they, they have, a, the, her storyline is, I guess, the main thrust of this episode, but it, they were spending so much time reestablishing the characters and where they are, that, and who they are, and what they're doing. It did not feel, it felt just like, it, it almost, this whole episode kind of felt like a last time on, instead of <laughs> moving, moving this, plot forward and especially having any character growth or character interaction. The only thing we got was the they they just kind of reestablished the pride is bad. The pride is conflicted, but they've come down on the side of bad and the children are conflicted and they've come down on the side of good. <laughs> uh, and that's yeah. I feel like that's all I got in this episode. The thing that we really that at least I need to be very well established by this show is uh, how, when, and where Nico maintains that gothic makeup while being a runaway. Right. I felt that way about all of them. And I mean, they just ran away. This is 24 hours. So, yeah. so, so like I give them a little bit of, uh, you know, leeway on that right now, but like <sighs> they use that white privilege scene where they all went in, they went in and, uh, scored that car or whatever. Yeah. The lit coin car. Yeah. Uh, that, that felt a little like, like if they'd been runaways for more than a week, that wouldn't work. You know, <laughs> they're still, they're still yeah. very much relying on not only their privilege as white kids, but also relying on the fact that they look like they could fit into that culture. Like even though they haven't showered in 24 hours, they still look pretty, pretty good. Um, if they continue to look that way for the entire season, it will feel a little forced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you better make those kids dirty. And grungy from living out in the wilderness. Yeah, at least to some degree. And and, and they're not they're no longer living in the wilderness. They had, did find a home, but as far as I, f I understand it, that home's not going to have running water yeah. or um, you know ways how to do clean they, themselves. How do they plan to fix that? Because if I recall correctly, none of them are the uh, offspring of a plumber. Well, they do have two very smart. Uh, I mean, they're all smart, but two of them are like their 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 uh, their powers are based in intelligence. One is a tech bro uh, in in Chase. Even though he pushed it away, he still like knows a lot of his father's tech stuff. 
I guess he's the one that would most likely do fix it shit if they needed him to. <laughs> and then you got Alex who actually did paint a house. Yeah, he gave it a little bit of manual labor. Yeah. Uh but but uh, yeah, otherwise th- their powers don't um facilitate much repair of a house but who knows who knows what other skills these people have um right now uh, you know it is funny to see them solving problems i liked when molly picked up the dinosaur because the wheel was broken yeah yep. that was nice i molly's still my favorite she's like nah i got this bruh do you even lift <laughs> i lift dinosaurs on the rag I really liked when uh, Molly was asleep at the end with the dinosaur at her feet. That was real cute. Yeah, yeah. I, like, at first I was like, wait a minute, why is Molly just, like, crashing on the couch like that? And then I remembered, oh, yeah, she uses her power and then pretty much falls straight the hell asleep. Yeah, and I'm guessing that is, she's getting better at it. Because it used to be she would do one thing with her powers and she would almost immediately fall asleep. I guess yeah. she's slowly getting better at it and being able to sustain her powers more because she carried the dinosaur for a while, it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. In the first season, it would have been like, lift the dinosaur. Oh, that's pretty heavy. Uh, sat down, fall asleep. Yeah. Now you're pushing two heavy things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw throw, throw Molly in with the dinosaur. I also yeah. still feel like, I know they had to have done it because they liked the actress, but Molly just does not look younger than the other kids. <laughs> she really doesn't. Like, they, they keep, like even in the, the news reports, they're like, these older kids have kidnapped young Molly uh, in the news report, and it's like, <laughs> really? Molly is not younger. At least the idea does not, does not seem younger. Yeah. Like, I think what they're trying to go for in, in this series is that she's like one or two years younger. Yeah. But I remember in the comics, she was supposed to be like five years younger than everybody. Yeah. And, and, and well, see, that's the thing. I think that's what they're going for here. They're just not acknowledging the fact that they cast an actress. It, it reminds me of that um, Daredevil problem we had uh, in the most recent season of Daredevil. They they recast the young actress, but they didn't recast the the male who was oh, Jack, yeah, who Jack, who was going to be having uh, having <laughs> sexual relations with her, and that made that scene just super awkward because it looked like a thirty year old hitting on a fifteen year old or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's some sort of similar here. They keep talking about how young she is, and they keep pointing it out. It's like they have to because it's not obvious on the screen. And her outfit, yeah, it looks kind of childish, but like not not so much that I'm not so much that it's distracting. In the comics, she felt young. Yeah. Well, what was distracting for me was the way that the bandana was rolled up to where they kind of forced ears on her head. Be like, this will make her look younger. Oh, funny. No, I didn't notice that. It's funny. Yeah. It, when when I noticed that it was like it was looking like ears, I was like, oh, that's uh, that's gonna be there. Well, I think that probably just ev- they're trying to be evocative of her little pink hat that she wears. Yeah. Um, they're trying to like continue that little, that thing. So anyway, I, I, I am not super excited by the first episode. I think they, there's definitely, it didn't feel like much happened. It felt like it was just a, put everybody in place. There's no new information or new stakes here. Um, it just kind of felt like you remember the Runaways. So <laughs> you remember the show? You watched it. We'll see. We'll see over these next few episodes how that how that uh, fleshes out. Um, but you know, uh, how do you feel about doing so for the Netflix shows and for um, 
other shows, for shows that have been released this way, we have done an episode for every episode, a podcast for every episode. How are you feeling about podcasting about this every episode? I'm still down for it. I think that uh, with it being an all-at-once drop, that that whole episodic feel is going to, like, with them putting it more into a serialized feel, it we can binge it and it'll feel better, you know? Sure. No, I'm totally up for the binge. <laughs> I, I'm leaning towards, and I'd love to hear, we're going to drop this as soon as you record it, so you guys will have a chance to weigh in. Um, we, we, we can't record another episode tomorrow or the next day anyway. I actually think it wouldn't be bad to do a few episodes at a time as a cast. But I want to hear what all you guys have to say. If you're listening to this episode, you have obviously watched the first episode of Runaways, and you're the people who would be listening to this every day as we drop it. Uh, I would not mind dropping like a first half of Runaways and a second half of Runaways, but do it more deliberately. We've had to do that in the past for certain things because we just got behind. Um, for two reasons. If they're going to continue with the serialized storyline storytelling, it's really hard to talk about. There's just not much... It's like everybody's story moved forward such a minuscule amount. There's there's so little to talk about. Um, and then secondly, it's still unsure if it's in the MCU. <laughs> um, yeah. So 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 that that gives me a little leeway. I feel like I would not mind if we like just came together next week and did like a first six episodes and then the last seven or whatever. Um, but I want to hear what the people out there have to say. So you guys write in Facebook, uh, mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573castmcu. Leave your Runaways feedback. Uh, let us know what episode you've watched till before we, you leave the feedback um, so we don't get spoiled and no one on the, on the Facebook gets spoiled or whatnot. Uh, and let us know what you think about whether you want to hear an episode about every episode of this show. Because... I'm leaning the other way, and I'm totally, I'm down for it if that's how everybody, what everybody wants, and what you want, Jeff. Uh, but if everybody's like, yeah, that's fine, we're not, or if we just don't get any responses, I'll be like, okay, no one is watching this at the pace we want, we're talking about, so <laughs> maybe we don't. I mean, that's the, the other idea is we could do it every, ep- at a, 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 an episode about every episode, but space it out a little more and not try to do this cram every day thing. Cause I don't know that this has the viewership or the, uh, fervor that something like Daredevil has or Punisher. Um, right. We could space them out every two days or every three days and it would be a lot easier to keep up with um, than consuming our lives for three days while we're trying to knock out all 13 episodes or whatever. <laughs> you mean you want to spend Christmas with your family? Yeah, that's that's a whole other part of it. Yeah, I'm about to travel for Christmas and us trying to record all these before we travel for Christmas might be tricky. Whereas if we just come together tomorrow and record... Or, or two days, two or three days from now, we record the first six, or we talk about the first six episodes. That could be a more constructive way to use our use our time over these holidays. So you guys let us know. If you're really loving the idea of a, a, a cast about every episode, we will do it. But if we get very little response, we probably won't. <laughs> That's my thoughts. Um, unless you feel very strongly the other way, Jeff. I feel very strongly toward a nap right now. Yeah, and so. that's the other thing. You're sick. I don't want to force you to sit down and do this every, uh, do this uh, 13 more times over the next 55 days or whatever. Um, it's 12 more times. Well, 
Yeah, I'd right. probably be 13 with uh, feedback episode. With feedback, yeah. So I'd rather, <laughs> like, say we say we talk about the first half, whatever feels like the natural halfway point. Like, there's normally an episode that they do in the middle that's sort of a big, big episode. We could do, we could get to that, talk about it, talk about everybody's feedback up to that point, and then the next say week we do the last seven or whatever. Just a thought. Yeah. You think about it. You guys, if you have feel, strong feelings about it, let us know. Um, any other things you want to say about this episode, though, before we let them go? Not really. Cool. Well, I, you know, I like this show. I like all the characters. Um, I did not love how serialized this one felt. And maybe it's because, I, you know, that's the other thing that's got me thinking this way is because I think, like, if I was binging it, this wouldn't bother me so much. But trying to talk about this first episode feels like... What are we going to talk about? They just yeah, like why are we stopping now? Yeah, like they obviously don't want us to stop. Yeah, they want this story to move on. You want to go to the spoiler comic book section? Yeah. Okay, we're going to spoil some shit. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the cast because there's a big spoiler that we know from the comic books that we don't know on the show. So if you are watching this and haven't read the comic books and don't know, please do not listen. It is a great twists type thing that you shouldn't know. If you don't, so go away. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to write us. Let us know what you think about um, what you want to hear. We're going to spoil something. So if you don't want to hear it, please leave. Uh, spoiler alert! In three, two, one. Don't yell it because I feel like really that's too quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I so wasn't gonna. Now let's talk about comic book you, spoilers. Do you think that Carolina is taking on the role that Alex had in the comics where she's like the betrayer still talking about the parents? I sure hope not. Okay. And also, in the comic books, I don't believe Alex was talking to the parents. I, I swear I thought he no, was. I, I believe, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the way it happens in the comics is it turns out Alex has been evil the whole see this and this is also part of the comics versus tv versus realism yeah. thing alex has been evil and he does some shit behind the scenes to to trap the runaways basically to lead them all into a trap and then capture them all and turn them over to their parents and it's a way of proving himself to his parents so I don't think in the in the comics I don't believe that he has been in contact with the parents. It just turns out he has been his own evil faction the whole time, and he's like, I am. Uh, you know, he just he just emerges at, at like the last the last like run of the comics, like the first whatever first year. I think it's like the first twelve or twenty four issues. It's just revealed that a lot of the things that the problems they have faced up till now have been Alex's fault. And I think the stuff with Carolina, I think she's just genuinely curious about her father. Um, yeah, about her origin. Yeah. Does Jonah know that the pride is against him at this point? Or so I, they say. Um, yeah. I don't remember. I don't it think doesn't he does. seem like it yeah. because it looks like Carolina's mom is like is saying stuff about Jonah or what Jonah has said as if she was there to hear it like recently. Right. That's true. So I think that they're being really underhanded trying to find a way to kill him. Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> in this is interesting. I, I never read past that point really in, in the runaways storyline. I, I read like the first big, uh, you know, that's not true. I read, a, I read a good bit of it. I can't remember how far I got, to be honest. <laughs> I read like the first few years of this book and it was a really good story, but yeah, I, that Alex has 
the big thing I remember. I don't even really remember Jonah being a thing in the comics. But that's the thing. In the comics, the parents are very, are much thinner characters, and they're just kind of in the background as the villain. They're not... Um, they're just not involved this way. And I, if Jonah, if they were serving some sort of creature, which I think they were in the comics, I don't think he was as personified as he is in Jonah. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is a different take. I think if I'm remembering the books correctly, which it's been, it's been a decade since I read them. So, yeah, I think if I recall correctly, Jonah was supposed to be just, you know, another of the, uh, of the pride, the time traveling alien kind of guy. Um, and it was supposed to be both of Carolina's parents were the time traveling alien. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so yeah. And the, the Gaborum were, uh, not a church. Like, I think that they just kind of shoved the Gaborum into Jonah. Right. I think that's the case. And, and, and it works better for TV to give him like a, a personality and someone you can almost like you can you can kind of start to understand his point of view because he's human it just it just personifies yeah. him well especially with such a great actor like Julian McMahon and and for me my favorite actor on the show is James Marsters uh of Buffy of Buffy fame and uh and I lo- I loved them sitting in that little diner together that that was a really yeah. cool scene um, and I want, I really want more of that. I want, I want him back. I'm glad they didn't kill him last season. It looked like they were going to kill him. And I'm really glad they didn't. Yeah. I like his little mind palace. Yeah. I like the mind palace too. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, some of that should probably should have been in the pre spoiler talk, but <laughs> yeah, well, oh, well, uh, if you stuck around for the spoilers, you got a little extra taste. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> well, uh, we will be back very soon with Runaways. If you guys write us and let us know you really want to hear more, we'll try to get squeeze in more episodes tomorrow uh, or the next day. Uh, if not, we'll probably be back next week with like a full half-season roundup type of thing. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you feel about that, and we will, uh, we'll see what we can do. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Peace. Until next time, true believers. 